Comboy, are you okay? You've been in a coma now for a week. Hey, Doc. Yeah, I'm feeling better. You know, after I uh, jumped into Duck Pond and uh, when I turned my back, the ducks mugged me because we flipped their home. I've been out, out, I've been out of it for six days, but man, what a great game. I'm excited to see us get back on the field, play JMU, get ranked, go to the New Year's Six. I'm so excited. That's really going to make me feel better. Comboy, I don't know how to tell you. What, Doc? The team lost to JMU. Comboy? Comboy? Com We're losing him. We're losing him, folks. Welcome back. You're in the gold room. Presented by Will Strickland and Parker Stone. All right, listeners, I now have to conjure a spell up to get Comboy back to life from his death in the last scene. Um, let me come up with something. Uh... Hocus Macadocious. <gasps> Macadoos, just to be there. Oh my god, I'm back! Oh my god, it smells like... It smells like giant cinnamon rolls. What in the world? Where have I been? What I, happened? I, you uh, you died, and then you came back. I, I don't know. It, it, it A lot happened. Oh, goodness gracious me. Well, I'm Will Strickland, App State Coneboy. I'm Parker Stone, the App State Cone Enforcer. I wish I had died. In a video game, in a video game. Oh, oh okay. In Minecraft. Okay. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> let me tell y'all folks how much that loss to JMU has hurt me, okay? Usually after we lose a game, I'll be honest, I think I'm pretty good about once we play the next game, I've moved on. You yeah, know? You, you forget about it. I've I've forgotten about it. The Southern I've, 19 game, I, I immediately, yeah. after the next week, it was out of my brain. I watched the uniform reveal. We're recording this Thursday around uh, like 6.20 p.m. The the uniform reveal for the Citadel game came out at 5. I watched it uh, like a, just blank face. Like hmm. like the Stephen A. Smith meme hmm. of just his straight face. Like, really? That's how I watched it. Like if the screen had gone black, you know when you're watching a video and the screen goes black and you have the reflection of yourself like with all your chins out and everything? Yeah. That would have been me. I would have just been... It's just like damn <laughs> like we didn't even deserve a jersey reveal <laughs> no well that's where like I, I i mean thankfully the last couple of years when we've done these hype jersey reveals it's always been you know we've had fantastic seasons so but I, i've always questioned doing like a, a highly produced jersey reveal after a loss and this like one was good because this was low-key it was just him. oh you have to you can't you can't you it's can't. just steven jones running around on the field you know pointing to imaginary opponents and Clenching his fist like Arthur, so I thought that was appropriate. You know, yeah. you don't want to you want to do a Jerry Moore scripted narrative, no, and piece. you don't want to do anything that's like a dig at the other team that you're about to play. No, you know, no, you no, know. <laughs> can't, can't be cocky after a while. No. Uh, are we just not allowed to do any cool helmet decals anymore? Is that just is that just not happening? What do you mean? We keep losing. Uh, we did a cool one against Coastal 2020. Lost L. Uh, JMU, L. Lost. Um, we did a cool one. Uh, didn't we do one against Southern 2019? 
There was another one recently. Uh, I'm trying to remember the helmet for that game. I feel like there was another one. I, I have this feeling that it's cursed. But I know a lot of people feel that way too because I'm pretty sure uh, Southern fans, I think they recently had, I, I remember either this season or last season, they had a custom decal and they got smoked. And they were like, we, we can't do that anymore. So it just seems I, to be a I running that, theme. That falls into like fan superstition territory because yeah. <laughs> the decal had nothing to do with the reasons I we lost. Know. I mean, think about it. It's a bigger decal than usual. Could it have weighed our boys down? Didn't weigh him down in the first half. The second, second quarter. First quarter, yeah, it no, sure did. Yeah, it sure did. Second quarter, you know, they were flying free, breaking free, soaring, flying. And then, uh, yeah, I guess maybe at halftime they doubled up. They put one on top of the other, you know, reinforced the, the oh, Yosef. Oh, yeah. And then they were running around, Ooh. like, dragging their heads on the ground because it was so heavy. That could what be. do you think? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't, in fact, think that that was the problem. Uh, was this the worst loss of the FBS era? We When we, you take context, not just X's and O's, when you take context into consideration. Worst loss, I don't think is the right way to phrase it. I think it is the most impactful loss. It is the the loss that hurts us the most because this season had True. the potential to be the New Year Six Cotton Bowl year. Probably even more so than an undefeated 2019. If we were a one loss, we were a one loss that had lost to team. one Power Five and had beaten Texas A&M. Yeah, yeah, I, I that's would probably say a better that. resume than it. undefeated 2019 beating Chapel Hill, South, South Carolina. Carolina. I, I Which both that. those teams were, eh, especially yeah. South Carolina. Yeah, this year was. Uh, I think last year we thought that that game to Louisiana was going to be the worst, but that was just a good ass team. I mean, that was like their best, probably their yeah. best team. No, ever. that that team. He's now the head coach of the Florida, Florida Gators. Yeah, you know, you don't do that by accident. I think they lost. They lost one game. They opened against Texas, and then they. I'm yeah, pretty sure they, they lost by like what a, t- a single score against mm-hmm. Texas. And they uh, they had the longest win streak in the country until like two weeks ago when they lost to Rice, which is rough, and they lost to Monroe, Monroe, which is bad, 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 bad. The, no, the uh, ULL. Uh, is is struggling yeah worse than us yes uh, yeah for sure um so yeah i thought last year would be the worst but that was just us getting smoked yo yo we got back what's going we got a streak around the field who's playing music yeah, I, I don't i don't know who did that did y'all hear that it wasn't me what in the world uh, i thought that was gonna be the worst but Louisiana was just a phenomenal team that year and every now and then you'll come i mean coastal 2020 it was just it was just destiny for them this was I'd say it's worse than uh, I think it was 2017 when we lost to UMass. UMass is is and was buns, but we weren't the team we are now. No, I think that we year, were still what three years? How many years into FPS? 14, 15, 16. This fourth year, I guess. Yeah. 14 season with the first one in, or was that the last one in FCS? I don't know. Either way, early in FBS, and we still went to a bowl that year. Right. I mean, it wasn't. That was different than this year when we had the potential to be so much higher. Yeah. That season, at that point, we were not in New Year's Six contention. We no, were not no going way. to be ranked, any of that. We were about to in this We year. were uh, unofficially number 28 in the rankings. Yeah. Literally one win over a 
over a solid JMU program, 2-0 JMU program, probably would have slid in at 25. Especially with Miami losing. Was it yeah. Miami 25? Yeah, Miami bounced out of the rankings. Yeah, so. it was ripe for the taking. And Chapel Hill lost as well. They were right behind us. So yeah. that just gives us a little bit of a buffer. It was like, I, I started thinking too, even looking back at in recent memory, when was the last time we won conference where we controlled our destiny the entire time? Because 2019, the last time we won it, we didn't. We lost to Southern, and fortunately, Southern lost the next week. Last year? 2019. No, last year. We controlled our destiny last year. After we beat Coastal. True? But no, 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 we didn't win, though. Last year, versus, we, we beat Coastal. We didn't year. win the conference, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we controlled our destiny in the East last year. Yeah. We, I mean, we, we did what we had to do to, get, to make the conference championship game mm-hmm. last year. There wasn't like a last week we were waiting on somebody else to lose kind of situation. Yeah. But in the conference championship years... Yeah. 2018, lose to Southern. I think they choked it away then, too. Yeah, Southern lost the next week. 2019, I remember sitting in Williams-Brice checking the Southern score, seeing that they lost, and going, oh, shoot, we're back in first place. Yeah. Or at least tied for first place, however it worked out. Uh, so it, it's so it's just frustrating knowing how good we can be and us not just, like, seizing the opportunity. Well, and that's where, thankfully, thanks to JMU's transitioning in one year they are not eligible to play in the conference championship game next year so we still control our own destiny as far as the east is concerned but that's so like but you know big old big old but on that based on how we played this last week it really last two weeks i do not feel good about our chances playing in that conference championship no over someone like marshall and coastal Something's got to change. I mean, unless Troy is legit this year, which I still they feel like ver- it's, it's too young not, in the season, but it's possible. It is possible for, for Troy to be good. Troy knocking off Marshall, I think, was surprising to a lot of people. I think that Troy team's still a little underrated, uh, and they should have beat us. <laughs> yeah. They, they, yeah. They played us, you know, 60 minutes or 58 minutes and, you know, 58 seconds. Whatever the math, we'll check yeah. the math on that. They they beat us in that portion, and then we won in the last yeah. two. So you know, I think Troy's a lot better than we thought they'd be. Um, other than that, I mean, I guess we're. Is this just going to be a season where every opponent we play go? Wow, they were they were better than I thought. Better than like, thought. Oh wow. <laughs> I'm. If we don't play South Alabama this year, which is I don't believe so. That's nice because South Alabama Loki looks like. A lot better than we yeah, thought. which is weird. It's kind of weird to say that. It's weird that looking at the West right now, I think it's going to come down to Troy and South Alabama, which are two teams I did not think the West was. Hell I no. mean, I thought Archie State would be better this year than they are. Um, I thought Louisiana was going to take a step back. I did not think it was going to be this big of a step back. ULM is still on the running in the West now. I mean, it, it's a weird year for the Sun Belt, but. We we messed up. Yeah, we, we, we uh, really needed to budget for a Marshall loss or a, a coastal, coastal loss. loss. Or I mean, shoot, Southern's a whole different team this year. Yeah, yeah. I, we really don't know what to expect out of them. They, how many yards of offense do they have against Nebraska? It's like four hundred, five hundred. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. It was the most they've ever allowed at home. Yes, 
than what they're passing this year. I think the quarterback had like 400 yards, yes. if I remember correctly. So it's an entirely different team. And it's, I don't know. It's Clay Helton's I've been, offense. I've yeah. been watching them closely, so I don't know if maybe they just intentionally went unorthodox for Nebraska to throw them off, or that's just their offense this I, year. I, I think they've given up on the triple option. I kind of hope so. I think they have taken <laughs> Clay Helton's West Coast scheme, and they're going with Cause it. Because as bad as they've been historically, the triple option does give us trouble. Which, going Coast, into this week, we are yes. playing a triple yeah. option team. Because Coastal runs kind of a triple hybrid type situation. Their quarterback's just so... Yeah, Prince McCall is just so athletic. He can he can do that. Yeah, um, they, they, they are constantly running some sort of RPO, you know, whether it's a, a screen option or something like that. Um, and if you think about it, the three toughest... East Division games, or what should have been. Yes, on paper, what we thought what would be should the have been three, the, three the three toughest three, yeah. are all away. Marshall, Coastal, Southern, all away. Yes. Not good. Not good. <laughs> In but, fact, I, I might round up there and say, that's bad. I'd have to agree with you on that one. Although, although we got Old Dominion at home, though. Phew. Thank, thank God. Thank God. I mean, what will we do? Thank God we get the Monarchs at home. The Lions. Oh, they're the monarchs, right? Did you see that junior college in Arizona? They're the Gila, Mon- the G- Gila monsters. Gila I think monsters? so. The That's Gila monsters. Really? They cool. they rebranded because their old mascot was a Gila monster with pistols no. and little holsters, like a cowboy. <gasps> and they rebranded. They got rid of it. Why? They got rid of the the, the gunslinger. That's that's if like if, if Oklahoma stopped using that. It was like Eastern Arizona Community Junior College, something like that. Great color scheme though. Oh, great! Because they have a, they're still keeping it as like an alternate. Oh, okay, that's but cool. they have a cool one that's like a silhouette, and oh. it's kind of like purple and orange, like like at nighttime, like a sunset, oh, kind of like the Phoenix Suns kind of. Mm-hmm. Yo, shout out, Gillas, the 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 Gilla nor- Gillas, the northern, eastern, western, <laughs> southern Arizona Gila monsters. I do not want to face them in a in a old west shootout. I'll tell you that much. Right now, I mean, it's it's so weird because we've played. Four games now. All of them have been close. I can't do it. All of them do not fill me with confidence. I'm going back to a coma. I'm going. Um, yeah, I don't know what to expect this weekend at all. I'm glad we have an FCS team to play. Yes. Um, we absolutely need to tune up. I don't know what's. I don't know what's going on with our running back group and their health. I don't know what's going on with our our pass coverage. Our O-line kind of got bullied against JMU, yeah. which is whack. Yeah, and and that's what scares me is it in the post-game presser, someone asked Clark what they did differently on the defensive line in the second half to kind of have that effect on our O-line. And Clark said they didn't change anything. Which is bad. I appreciate his honesty. I appreciate the honesty, but, but maybe a lie there would have, that would have filled us with more That's confidence. bad to admit your opponent didn't change anything, anything and you still lost. They just executed better. Yeah, that's not good. Or as you would say, bad. bad. <laughs> so, um I'm 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 not feeling great. No. But I and I I I feel better about I I'm thankful of the the FCS uh game. We need the tune-up. The weather's going to be horrible, and I know people are like, oh, this is Boone weather. Bro, every time we play in Boone weather, we we goddamn lose, man. Yes, we, <laughs> we don't do well. <laughs> 2019 Southern, 
is and will always be the ultimate example. That is the worst weather I've ever experienced in my life. And it was the worst damn game I've ever seen in my yes. life. Yes. That, uh, you know, the, the, oh, streak on the field again. Yo. Yo. Dude, where's security? Parker, did you I, see that? I'm sorry. The bouncers all went home today. What in the world? Someone keeps playing illegal pirated movies. Oh, my goodness gracious. So, looking at the second half of that, the last game, we had one, two, three three and outs in the second half, and one 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 play drive. Oh, the interception. The interception was one play, zero. That's all I will say about Chase Bryce. I'm going to need to see some more killer instinct out of him. Yeah, I... I don't know whether that was the the play calling, like what they were given Chase, or I, I, I don't know. I did not see that six-year senior no. Power 5 experience no. uh, season pass record Chase Bryce. I didn't see a dude out there that refuses to lose, and that's not what I felt like we got against JMU. Once JMU went to 25-28, after that was the one-play interception – then uh, three plays for negative three yards and a punt, and then that final drive with a minute to go. Yeah, unacceptable. Yeah. Not not just on Chase, the entire offense, of course. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, you're the leader of the team, six year dude. Oh, I saw him made a great point uh, talking talking about the UNC game and comparing the stats between Drake May and, and Chase Bryce. Chase Bryce is like how many years older than Drake May? Several. Like quite a. I mean, at least like four or five, right? Yeah, well, he's, Mays of, is he, he got he had a Sophomore? Chase Bryce had a great game, but he got outplayed by a kid that looks like he's fifteen. Yeah, you know, and I'm not trying to be be a, a Chase Bryce hater, but like, come on, man, we gotta like, well, I need to see some 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 trash I, talk out of you. I don't know what I need, but just I, more I think killer instinct. I think that's the thing with Chase is that we've seen the flashes of where he can be that kind of field general marches down, throw some bombs. And then there are stretches where we disappear. Yeah. And we don't know what's happening, Mm -hmm. which the second half of that game, I I don't ever really want to watch again. No, no, I'm good. on That that. was pitiful. I'm good on that. Um, (laughs) And people are allowed to say that that was pitiful. Yeah, there's there's no other way you could look at our second half performance oh, yeah. and say any other word than pitiful. there's literally no good takeaways. I mean, maybe there are some good punts. I don't know. <laughs> I truly you don't know that punt. Uh, you know, no hate to our special teams. I just don't know. And I, I just don't, that at this point I don't care. Honestly, whoa, that's probably no, streaker, bro. That's probably shit, a plus man. to our special teams is that we are not talking. We didn't about notice them. them. That's no, good. We did not notice them. <laughs> We were just too busy noticing how our defense could not stop them and our offense could not score. We had like six rushing yards in the second half. Yeah. When Anderson Castle, all love to the Watauga boy, when Anderson Castle takes nearly as many snaps as Cam Peoples, something's up. Something's not right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we were told, Coach Clark said, leading up in, in, the, in his conferences that week, we got the whole group back. We've got our three-headed... This three-headed monster is the most mythical, mysterious creature I've ever heard of. It's harder to find than the Chupacabra. It's like the Loch Ness Monster where everybody talks about it and everybody knows what it is, but no one's ever seen it. Maybe we have. We don't even realize it, you know? Before you process what's happening, 
Someone's got their leg amputated. And that's where I think this is the second season in a row where we've had mysterious running back injuries that we don't ever find out what actually happened, but then we are we are told that they're healthy. Right. Then they'll dress for the game, play two snaps, and that's it. Yeah. If, if I implore, I implore everyone over there, if those dudes are hurt enough <laughs> to where they can only play three or four snaps, they don't need to play. And they it, don't it, need to play. I don't care. If that's the case this week, it's it's the Citadel. Let them chill. Shoot, let them stay home and play Fortnite, man. Weather's going to suck, you know? Straight up. They should not be taking snaps if they're dinged up. Because, uh, like, that's the thing I don't want to get into is, like, I, last year I feel like it was, like, four or five games in a row where Peoples was either oh, dressed yeah. and not playing oh, yeah. or would come in for two plays and then we he'd, dis- he'd well, play the were, first half, not play the second. You remember how that season ended. I remember us watching the championship at... Uh, angry ales. Yes. Coming home and talking about, dude, there, there's got to be beef yes. or something going something on with going Peoples on. And, and the coaching staff. The fact that he's not getting this playing time, we don't know if he's that hurt. We don't know if he, he's just not getting the reps. He, he came into that JMU game, scored a touchdown, and then I that's a great could have gone home. That's a great point. Could have gone yeah. home. Yeah. He could have he gotten back in the in the booth. Shout out Young Camo. Check his album yeah. out on Spotify. He could have gone home and gotten back in the booth, work on some some writing. You know. Uh, I understand there's a strategy to your opponents telling them this dude is healthy, that dude's healthy, whatever. But, you know, at a certain point, it gets very exhausting for your fans. Uh, And and it also starts to get perhaps a little unethical. It's unethical. It's poor sportsmanship at that point. Like, if you're that worried about your opponent that you've got to lie about whether a dude's actually going to play or not, like, come on. Yeah, it's a debate. A couple years ago, the NCAA heard about they heard a case about bringing up injury reports in college. Like the pros, like pro football, you you have to release an injury report. You have to say that these guys are questionable, probable, whatever. And if you are caught lying on the injury report, which teams have in the NFL before, there are penalties, and they're pretty severe if you are caught, you know, listing a guy as probable, but you knew the whole week he's not going to play. Yeah, you cannot do that. I I wish college reevaluated how they handled injuries. I, I think that you do need an injury report, not only as, as a, a fair competition point, but I think it's for the safety of the athletes more than anything. I think there's a lot of situations where dudes will play hurt and play through injuries and all that. I I don't. It is an ethics thing for me. Um, Man, I, I'm tired. I'm tired. That's too damn bad. It's from Holes. Yeah. Name the movie Holes. I already told you. With all that said, and uh, I, I, my my fiance is in the other room. She's she's uh, listening in while we record here. Coach Clark is not getting fired, and he should not be fired. I want to just go ahead and just nip that in the bud right now. We could lose. Uh, actually, I'm not gonna say that. But if, if we lose to Citadel, I may change my tune. No, I, I was gonna I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna say if we lose out. Yeah. But I won't say that. But no, I, I think. There's always like two. That's why, like, I I have as been as quiet as I can be about this on near Twitter this quiet week. Quiet as a field mouse. There's always two opposing factions. It's like the coach must go side, and then there's the you could never say anything wrong about right. anyone that works for App State, or I will stone you. The people like the straight up doing free PR for the yes. university, or the people that are doing free PR, calling out fake sources or like <laughs> the, the biggest one is like people that'll be like you don't know what happened in the locker room the players might not have executed the play correctly bitch you don't know that either 
And you're going to pretend that you have some bullshit source down there in the football room. You don't. You don't. You just run a fake website. What was that tweet that, uh, I forget who said it. Someone did that. She was like, someone was criticizing Clark and another person replied like, well, you go ahead and suit up or you go find Clark at the 50 yard line and tell him that. Like, I don't have to be a nuclear scientist to know some shit blew up. Yeah. It, that's so, that's so weird that like you can be a football fan and you can look at a second half of football where you didn't score at all, yes. and the team came back and beat you, and you can look at it and say, yeah, no, someone probably fucked off. That's, that's probably that's bad. pretty objective. That's, that's pretty cut and dry, like, hmm, this is bad. And there are plenty of coaches at all levels who they themselves never took a snap in a game of football and are very successful and are very intelligent with the game of football. So the, the whole thing, like, well, if you aren't a weightlifter, then... Stop telling him that he's not lifting enough weights. Or if you're not a yeah. chef, stop telling him that you the food tastes you made bad. raw beef. You know, like you can you can tell, you can see things with your eyeballs. You you can know about things without being an expert. I I watch <laughs> I love to watch videos on YouTube about dinosaurs. I I I have a bunch of facts about dinosaurs that I know. Am I a fucking paleontologist? No, I am not. But when someone does tweet about dinosaurs. I, you are known to get a little antsy. <laughs> I'm known to tweet some fake sources and tell people, no, I'll actually, right. well, actually, those bones might have been there before. <laughs> actually, you don't know what happened to that dinosaur. You weren't there. So, Coach Clark is not getting fired, and I will repeat the same uh, sentiment that I, I tweeted a few days ago. Um, and this is a, a symptom of success that app fans suffer from we've had decades of success we've had x amount of years of winning seasons in a row if you include a six and six record um you when you have a coach in his third year first year being covid we've got a divisional title we've got two ranked wins we've got a power five win we've got sold out games can you imagine how hard it would be to hire the next guy if you fired that coach in, in or after his third year with that type of resume, that's Luda. It's ludicrous. It, it's it's too impatient. It is improper. It is it is a uh, total delinquency of your responsibilities as an administration, as an athletic director, and as a fan base. I know we want immediate success. I want it. You want it. Everyone wants it. The, there's 12 games in a season. 14 if you get lucky with a conference championship and a bowl game. You have so little time. Truly, if you think about it, you have so little time to build that resume, to prove your success, and to continue to build year over year. If you give this dude two and a half years, three years to win a championship in the most difficult group of five conference in the country that now has 14 teams, and if he doesn't do it, you cut the ties, that's insane. That is setting yourself up for a long-term downfall, a spiral of hiring mediocre coaches and just never retaining that success. And, and then boom, you're gone. It's your, your, your brand is totally gone. I think of it in the same way. Like look at what happened to the university of Florida since urban Meyer left, they kept getting people in and gave them two, maybe three Mm -hmm. years and they would have good to average seasons and then fire him because you're not winning the sec title yeah and they have been a coaching carousel ever since that is not what you want 
It's kind of similar to what happened to Gus at uh at Auburn. Gus yeah. Malzahn? Yeah. He now he never won or I guess in the playoff era, he never made the playoffs, if I remember correctly. Auburn's never made the, the CFP. No, he made the he made the natty, but he never But won. they're in the same conference as Georgia and Alabama, who have both made it multiple times, including multiple times in the same year. They're yes. both in the playoffs. Yes. And because of that, they fired him. Even though he was consistently giving them winning records, bowl games, recruiting, ticket sales, branding, you name everything it. you want. They said, if you don't give us a ring... We're done, and he's and they they cut ties, and now they have a coach that, I mean, we were in that damn Twitter, Twitter spaces, spaces last got year. Ryan Harson, yeah, when know, there was like on cheerleaders, like cheating allegation, or whatever. The fans in there were like, "God damn, like, is this really? Are we really doing this? Dude's first year, and we're already like, he's potentially gone. This year, Auburn is. I've already. They seem to be decent, but I've certainly seen fans on an Auburn Twitter like questioning this dude, oh, and wishing for Gus to be back. Well, and he's going to get beat up on by Arkansas, who's top 10 team. Yeah, Arkansas is in the mix now, and Tennessee. Alabama's a top 10 I still don't know if Tennessee's legit this year or not. But just think about the SEC itself. If you are firing a coach because he's not winning the SEC, god damn. Yeah. That... That's 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 crazy. the highest possible threshold in college football. Now, I mean, and, and that's the thing. It's like teams lose games. That that happens. It's different if like we start losing games to the Citadel, or, of course, or Robert course. Morris, anything like that. But I think it's just weirdo fan behavior to like, tr- like call for someone to get fired. I feel like that is like it's one thing to say like, hey, I might think a, a, like change is needed, but like saying fire blank. I think it's so weird. Like that is someone who has like a family who has kids and they are all reading that. And you, you are saying like this person should not have a career anymore. And especially, especially if it is, is someone who has had a, a great deal of success at your program. Yeah. Like that is weird behavior. Yeah. yeah. It's, now, that's, like that's the thing is like, there's so little middle ground in like app state discourse it is all like I will ride or die, <laughs> or I will like go to this person's house at night with fire and pitchforks <laughs> to escort them out of town. So now let me add a disclaimer: I'm not saying I don't want uh, anyone on the staff to perhaps, uh, you know, be reassigned. You know, get different responsibilities. Uh, I'm just saying, Coach Clark himself should not be fired. No. Am I pleased with Dale Jones as defensive coordinator? No. Straight up, no. No. Especially def- this year. No way. De- defensively, outside of the AM game, our defense has looked bad. Yes. Outside of the AM game in the first half of JMU. Yes. They yep. did not look good against Troy. They did they really did not look good against North Carolina. No. No. <laughs> Second half of JMU, we all know what happened. You know, it's It's not good. It's just not good. I mean, I, who am not a defensive coordinator or an offensive coordinator or whatever. Should you be speaking? I could tell you that as long as you run a slant route, (laughs) you're going to get it. It's going to be open. Yeah. (laughs) If you can make it to the middle of the field, that's all yours. Now, before drag, crossing route, perhaps. I I know some people listening are going to be like, we just said, don't say fire blank. And then, Will, you're saying you don't want Dale Jones to be employed. Yes, we're saying that, like, the actual, like, 
the context, the, the way it comes across, saying fire this person is harsh. It's it's very bitter. Yes. There's a difference between saying fire someone and saying like, ha, something needs to change for us to have success. Right. Those are two very different statements. It's the same way. I mean, shoot, working a, a corporate job, a little desk job, same way you write your emails. If you send an email that says, hi, you messed up. Oh, it's, oh, it's beef in the office, yeah, bro. No, it's beef. It's a problem. But if you say, hello, per my last email, I was hoping we could meet and go over these latest results yes. and perhaps come up with a better plan, then it's fine. Exactly. And then you may have a little, you know, a little subtweeting, a little condescending back and forth. Yeah. But you ain't got beef in the office, no. you know? No. Like, <laughs> one is constructive, the other does not accomplish anything. Yep. So I, I think that's where we're at right now. I think this week is going to be a test. I, I know it's an FCS team, whatever, but the conditions are going to be bad, which we historically do not do well in very bad conditions. <laughs> and it's against a triple option team. We do not historically do well against triple option teams. I don't feel incredible about that. Now, do well, that doesn't mean we lose. We've beat Southern, you know, whatever. We're just saying that we do not play our best ball. No. In these conditions no. and, and against these teams. Historically, these are not our greatest, no. you know. And I, I'm in the same boat. Uh, someone else I tweeted, we need to win by 21 points minimum. Yes. Needs, Anything less, yeah. I will be upset. You can get mad at me. You can say I'm spoiled. Yes, I'm spoiled. When yes, we're you, playing an you FCS team. should beat team, the Citadel by, by 20, right. 25. We beat number six Texas A&M, who has since beat Miami and Arkansas, right? Yeah, they beat, yeah, they beat, they beat somebody else in the SEC. I believe it was Arkansas. Yeah. Yes, I could be spoiled if we don't beat an FCS team by X amount of points. Yes. 100%. Because if be. it's anything less than that, I'm concerned that the Troy Hail Mary was exactly that. It was a Hail Mary. A&M was a fluke of epic proportions. Yep. And this season is not at all what, what we thought it was going to be a week ago. Yes. A week ago. And that's what's crazy is like how... how Literally, this time, last Friday, before JMU, I mean, we were like, shoot. Where's the where's the New Year's Six at? Yeah. Where are we going? Let's get our tickets, yeah. you know? <laughs> the good thing on that side, in closing, in terms of the New Year's Six, it is still alive. We have the best group of five win. Tulane two, two losing to Against Southern, Southern Miss. Miss that helps, helps us, us a lot. Yes, but I thought it was weird that they still got votes. I've never yeah. seen an unranked group of five lose, lose and get and votes. get votes still. Yeah, I think that, that helps us out a lot. Um, Since he has the most votes, but, you know, they don't have... A Texas A&M win, but they don't have a loss as bad. I mean, they've lost one game. Their loss is not going to be anywhere. Near Are they one and two? Look it up real quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yo, at, we'll ask the booth. Hey, uh, producers, can you check? I'm covering for your your clippy clops on the keyboard. Hey, producers, can we check that uh, Cincy record? Oh, do we got it? Uh, yeah, we we got. Oh, Cincy right here. Right now. Um, yeah, they lost by thirty-one twenty-four to Arkansas. It was a good team. Mm-hmm. They blow out Kennesaw State. They blow out Miami of Ohio. They three touchdowns uh, win over Indiana. Oh, they beat Indiana? Yes. They oh, beat good. them 45-24. Okay. So, that's a solid win. It's not an A&M win, but that's a very solid win. Their, that's a dominant win. Their loss is much better than yeah. either of our losses. Like, would they agree. would have to lose... Unless UNC wins out, wins Which, the ACC, they did not. It's not happening. They did not look good against Notre Dame. Yeah. Um. So unless they they start dropping games to teams like South Florida or ECU or Temple. Yeah. I don't see us jumping over that. Right. Or whatever eventual 
American Conference champion there is. Right. I'm sure. Be it Cincy, be it uh, Houston, be it Memphis. Houston, no, no, no. Houston's out of the picture for the New Year's Six. I'm positive they're one and two, or they they're either even or have a losing record. They lost to Texas Tech. Yes, I, they lost to Texas Tech, and they lost to someone else as well. I'm almost positive they have two losses as they well. They lost to Kansas. Kansas, yeah. Now Kansas, they're undefeated, and shoot, we don't know what their season's going to yeah. look like. But that's those are those are two a losses. questionable losses. Those are two losses that are also better than our two losses. I would say Kansas and Texas Tech are better than North Carolina and <sighs> JMU. We'll see how it plays out. They lost to two I don't power know. fives. And one of them was in overtime. They took Texas Tech to OT. That's true. That's true. Yeah. And I think it was at Tech as well. So that makes it look better that Houston yes. went to overtime. As opposed to us losing at home both yeah. of our losses. So all of that is to say we were in the driver's seat. Now, now we we're help. kind of in the back seat. We're still in the car. We're still in the vehicle. We'll say bus. We're A in larger the, vehicle with lots of roads. We're in the back of the bus. We're in the back of the bus. Hey, cool kids in the back. You know what I'm saying? Like a field trip. Yeah. But we're kind of not. No, whatever, whatever. We're still on the bus. We're just not in the driver's seat, right? Since he's ahead of us, Jam used any votes. I don't, I assume they're not eligible. They can get ranked, but they can't, they're not bowl eligible. Right, right. No. Um, They could win out. It would not matter. Tulane, for some reason, is still ahead of us in terms of votes, whatever. I'm sure there'll still be two or three other group of fives who kind of start to rise to the top. You saw that middle of the season, you start to notice. There'll be a Mountain West team that pops up. Which is it's weird. Boise State looks bad this year. Their quarterback just transferred before he before the season before the fifth yeah. game. He oh, uh, he transferred. That's weird. Yeah, um, so that's a bad sign. <laughs> there will be some San Diego State, yeah. Fresno State. Yeah, one of those California schools will randomly pop back up. Air Force, someone like that. Yeah. So we're still there, but. We have to control our destiny. We have to win out. We, we cannot. We cannot. We, we cannot, cannot pray for anyone else to choke and, and and fall and lose. We have to win to have a chance. No more scoreless quarters. We no. cannot do that. No. We no. cannot have scoreless halves. Sound like at basketball, bro. We we ain't there yet, bro. <laughs> hey, going six minutes without a point. Hey, on a different note. <laughs> oh, basketball season is around the it's corner. It's coming up, we're, baby. We're, we're fixing. We're like a month and a half away, I think, from the start of the year mm-hmm. for that. And um, remember, y'all, that Old Dominion game in November is a doubleheader. We've got the football game and the basketball game. The times haven't been set for uh, basketball. I would hope to God they would stagger them. What's the football kick? Uh, I'm going to assume 3.30. I don't know if that's been set or not. Um, that's a safe bet, though. 3.30 is usually our go-to. If it's 3.30, you could do an 8 o'clock tip for basketball. Because they did that a few years ago when uh, basketball played South, South Florida. Florida. And yeah. that was fun. That was a lot of a fun. A bunch of people it's in the arena. Day. If you had a football ticket, you got them for free. It was a great idea. Great idea. Yeah. Good way I, to keep I'd people love on that. the mound. I'd love that. That'd, yeah. be, uh, that'd be awesome. So just plan accordingly. If you're going up for, on, I think Indiana. it's November 12th, Old Dominion and basketball. We're playing Kennesaw State, so... May not be the, the best game, but still be fun nonetheless. Yeah, it'll be awesome. It'll be awesome. Uh, so beat the Citadel by twenty one plus. Um, join the Discord. Join the near Twitter. Yeah, Discord. near Twitter Discord has been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I tweeted a link on the Gold Room po- uh, podcast account. Um, think on on Comboy. You just DM me for the link or whatever. DM Parker. We we'll get you in there. It's really fun. Yeah. Shout Great. out to uh, the Cone Engineer for organizing that mm-hmm. moderating that there's so many different channels that you can subscribe to like based on your interests so like yep. you'll get notifications if like the baseball account tweets if that's something you're into or like he, he put a, a whole channel for the golden podcast and so, we hey if you jump in there we leaked 
details on an unreleased Unre- yep. episode. A secret Easter egg episode. A vaulted episode. Maybe that's what I'll do during the hurricane time this weekend. Is I'll, I'll get that vaulted episode out to the people in the Discord. Mm-hmm. So, so if get, you want to listen in there to, now. If you want to listen to what we originally recorded for this week's episode, but yes. then decided it was a little harsh. Perhaps too harsh, and the audio quality is kind of intentionally shit. Yes. For the, the gimmick. Yes. <laughs> um, so if you want to listen to that, hop into the Discord. We'll get that out to y'all. But um, yeah, let's let's beat the Let's beat the crap. Beat the shit of Citadel. Yeah. Forget about JMU. Get that out of our mind. And and who would he play next? After Citadel, Texas State. Yeah, we, the that local should, Pocos. That should be an easy dub. So let's get ready for that. So uh, stay safe in the hurricane this weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, don't fall into a coma, please. <laughs>